0: We are now going to turn our attention to the California governor recall election, one of the most important elections some say in the history of California And a key one in the nation as a whole is set to take place in just a few days. On Tuesday, September 14th, a recall election will take place in the state of California, where voters will decide whether to recall Governor Gavin Newsom from office. If he is removed, voters will uh, elect a candidate to replace him for the remainder of his term, which ends in January of 2023. The future of California, and some say an indication of the direction of where the country is headed, is at stake, as many see this as a test for next year's 2022 midterm elections. Many in the Republican Party are already using this as an opportunity to reintroduce Donald Trump-style policies and politicians that are seen by many as, well, dangerous Newsom's main opponent is a right-wing black radio host and attorney named Larry Elder. He grew up in South Los Angeles, and he is an ardent supporter of Donald Trump, frequently praising him on Twitter and touting his policies. And indeed, some in the Black Lives Matter movement are saying that he embodies white supremacism, which, given that he is a black man, is something that people are wrapping their heads around. He has spoken out against many of Newsom's progressive policies that benefit immigrants, communities of color, impoverished people, and those who are vulnerable to COVID-19. Larry Elder has also been vocal about recalling Newsom. The campaign to recall Newsom, however, it has lost some momentum in the last month, um, where it now say there's an over 85% chance that the effort fails. This, according to NBC News, also a poll conducted by the Public Policy Institute of California found that 58% of the state's voters wanted Newsom to stay. Well, a lot of people have continued to be very nervous because the polls, at least in the national level, in the last two presidential uh, elections turned out to be wrong. Also, um, Gavin Newsom faces challenges with bringing Latino voters to the polls. While Latinos make up almost 30% of the California electorate, only 17% of the ballots cast thus far are by Latino voters, this also according to NBC News. Let us go to a clip now from CBS about this recall election.
1: The final campaign push is underway in California's recall election. Forty-five candidates are looking to unseat Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. Only one California governor has been ousted in a recall effort. Millions of voters have already taken advantage of early voting and cast their ballots. For more, I want to bring in Alexi Kosov. Alexi is a state capital reporter for the San Francisco Chronicle. Alexi, welcome. First, let's talk about the latest polling. Where does this race stand now so as we've seen over the last couple of weeks a race that once looked like it might be very close seems to be settling back into this sort of partisan divide that we might expect in California Uh, the most recent poll last week from the Public Policy Institute of California showed that um, Gavin Newsom was up about 19 points which would be about in line with his, uh, his victory in 2018. And that would be a, a big turnaround from earlier this summer when it seemed like things were very, very close in, in terms of the yes and no uh, side on, among likely voters. Well, President Biden and Vice President Harris are expected to campaign for Governor Newsom in the coming days. How might their support help the governor in this fight for his political future? Well, Kamala Harris, the vice president, is a California native and a longtime political ally of, of, of Governor Newsom's. And uh, President Biden also remains fairly popular here. So having them come out here as, um, as President Biden has promised to do and as Vice President Harris is expected to do tomorrow um, is, is really a show of both support to Newsom and also a reminder to Democratic voters that, hey, we've got governor newsom's back if you like us you should like him to vote no on the recall keep him in office keep that democratic agenda going and really just remind them to get their ballots in Okay,
0: so county officials they have sent an official ballot to every registered voted voters mailing address for the option to vote by mail on or before election day while polling places will be open in statewide on election day for the option to vote in person. The recall ballot in California is comprised of two essential One, whether the incumbent should be recalled, and two, a selection of replacement candidates in the event that they are recalled. If a simple majority of those who cast ballots favors removing uh, Gavin Newsom by selecting yes on the first question, then the replacement candidate who receives the most votes finishes out the incumbent's uh, term In office. And a voter, of course, is allowed a single unranked vote when choosing a preferred replacement candidate. So, for our listeners in California, uh, your ballots are already there. You could uh, send them in by mail, or obviously, you can vote on Tuesday, September the 14th. I'd now like to welcome our guest to discuss all of this, Bill Gallegos, longtime Chicano liberation and environmental justice activist. He is the author of The Sunbelt Strategy and Chicano Liberation and Reflections on the Green Economy. He is also the former executive director of Communities for a Better Environment, one of the leading environmental justice organizations in the U.S. And he has authored recently um, an article entitled Ethnic Cleansing, a Program of Resistance. Bill Gallegos, welcome back.
2: Thank you so much, Margaret.
0: Bill Gallegos, first of-
2: Tribute to Michael K. Williams, and as yes, we would say, Michael K. Williams, presente.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of people really in in shock. Um, a, a great loss, he indeed was a very great talent. Um, now, Bill, on this uh, recall election, your thoughts on the significance of it uh, for California as well as for the nation?
2: Well, thank you, Margaret. Yes, it's, um, I think it's the, uh, the right-wing, what I would call the new Confederacy, uh, a pretty much political embodiment of white supremacy and patriarchy, uh, taking control of the Republican Party. And in California, Especially uh, oppressed communities of color have overwhelmingly rejected their politics and their policies, and um, they can't they can't win a statewide election for dog catchers. They just uh, they're just they don't have that kind of support of the California new majority. So they're resorting to the recall, and the recall is in this case an extremely reactionary effort uh, to overturn the will of the electorate. And that electorate was uh, primarily people of color. Uh, They were responsible for the overwhelming election of Gavin Newsom and for the election of President Biden. Um, And uh, the Republican Party, whose policies on immigration, on labor, on women's productive rights and women's rights in general, on voting rights, on climate change, have been extremely backward and reactionary cannot win those policies uh, by putting them before the electorate. So they're using the recall as a means to try to subvert the will of the majority. And I think it's extremely important for all communities, but I'm speaking here, out, uh, reaching out to the Latino community, to, to overwhelmingly reject this recall. I think it needs to be crushed, not just defeated, but crushed as a, as a message both to the Republican right here in California as well as nationally.
0: Uh, Bill Gayosso, I mean, if you look at some of the policies, the achievements, one could say of of Gavin Newsom, we know there there's some who say, well, you know, he's he's a wealthy guy, he's he's out of touch, and you are right. There is concern about turnout among uh, Latino voters, at least if you're looking at the mail-in um, ballots thus far, according to the New York Times. of all registered Latino voters have mailed in their ballots. But if you contrast that with the amount of white voters who've mailed in their ballots, that's 32%. So we'll see how all of that plays out. But Newsom, he's done things like... For now, anyway, ending uh, the death penalty for now, putting new limits on police use of force Uh, moving forward with two uh, prison closures. He jumped out very early in terms of California's response uh, to COVID. He's pushed the largest economic stimulus ever. Expanded signature um, anti-poverty program, the California Earned Income Tax Credit, support the gig worker law, and much more. So given all of that, um, Bill, your thoughts on really how we got to this point and what could happen, I mean, potentially, if in fact um, Newsom is recalled, including on, on the environment. I mean, Elder, <laughs> his, his, his main oppo- opponent, just about stands for to oppose everything likely that you and I would support, Bill Gallegos.
2: Well, that's absolutely correct, Margaret. So um, uh, and as, as your listeners may know, that Elder could get elected with less than 20 percent of the vote. So the, uh, the recall could win by one vote. Uh, that would mean that, uh, you know, almost 50 percent of the electorate oppose it, but he could become governor with less than 20 percent of the vote. And right now he's the top candidate for those, should the recall uh, be successful. So it's extremely dangerous. And um, he's pretty much in line with the policies of President Trump on the climate, saying, uh, let's give a green light to all fossil fuel extraction, drilling, mining, uh, natural gas. Um, Uh, industrial, agricultural, um, all of the kinds of policies that have uh, expressed themselves now in the wildfires, in the hurricanes, and all the climate catastrophes that are happening in this country and throughout the world, especially in poor black and brown communities where their their toll is the most significant. So this would be a huge step backward in terms of climate policies, Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about what this recall represents in terms of an opening for uh, oppressed communities, because our votes will be uh, decisive in this, not only for our victory, but for an overwhelming defeat of this recall initiative. And what that gives our communities potentially is leverage, because as you pointed out, there's been many, many uh, important positive policies adopted by the Newsom administration, but there's a long way to go. We have not yet achieved environmental justice or educational justice or Medicare for all. A number of the things that our communities, black, brown, and Asian and indigenous communities have shown significant support for those kinds of policies. And we need to be thinking about how we use our votes, not only to defeat the recall, but for the leverage we need to really promote a progressive agenda, not just with Governor Newsom, because he's gonna owe us, but for the state legislature. So I think that's what we need to be giving our thoughts to, is that we can't just look at it as a mobilization of the vote for this election, but how in an organized way, we use that power to advance a progressive agenda. As you know, Latinos had significant support for Bernie Sanders in the presidential primary, and that wasn't just because we loved Theo Bernie; It was because of the policies that he represented in terms of environmental justice, educational justice, immigration rights, and so on. So that should be our agenda now. And we should see this recall as not only an opportunity to uh, administer a resounding political defeat to the Republican right, the new, the new Confederacy, but to really advance the agenda that is so important to our communities.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right there. And if you look at uh, some of the policies of um, Elder, I mean, first of all, there is increasingly the electorate has to be sophisticated uh, simply because you can't look at Larry Elder and say, well, he's a black guy. He he came out of South L.A. uh, So, you know, therefore, you know, maybe he's somebody that. Uh, people of color should support but the idea that uh, people in the black lives matter movement and others are now calling him an embodiment of white supremacy is I think is an Im- important because so far you know people could get kind of stuck in a sort of a, a narrow nationalism or assuming that because someone is like my color I'm of African descent that means they have to be on the side of black people no that 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 is not uh, necessarily the case just wanted your thoughts on that but also the given what's going on now in texas and and in other places the threat to um women's uh reproductive freedom contrast that with what is now happening in in mexico on that same front and you have somebody like elder who very much is in the corner of what happened in texas but also the just incredible uh voter suppression measures just signed into law Uh, by the Governor Abbott in Texas and has been spreading like a cane fire across the country. So this is really dangerous because a lot of people, Bill, you might remember, who thought, well, no, we we can't hold our nose and vote for Hillary Clinton. We got Donald Trump and look at what has happened. And there is a very real possibility that if voters sit on their hands and say, well, we're not crazy about Newsom, and then just let it go— We could pay a heavy price in California and across the nation, Bill Gallegos.
2: Oh, absolutely, Margaret. So, just in the area of appointments, if Elder was takes office, he decides who gets to run the Air Resources Board. He gets to decide who runs the agencies that are responsible. Just in, I'm just talking about that arena for environmental policies, and we will have a huge step backward. He loves fracking. He loves fossil fuel extraction. He loves fossil fuel, the uh, natural gas. So we we would it would be a huge huge setback. But but you're right. The Republican Party I think they're they're talking about running uh, African American Herschel Walker in Georgia. Uh, there there's the cynicism of this party is just uh, it's at, at record levels. And, but I think our communities are really um, much more politically sophisticated than they're they're given credit for. They're They actually consider policies. They actually consider the impact of what their voting is going to mean. So the fact that that Larry Elder is black is not going to be, I think, significant in terms of the black community, the brown community, or the Asian Pacific Islander community. And I know that the the media has been playing up a lot about, you know, the support he might be getting from some Southeast Asian voters in Orange County. But overwhelmingly, the Asian Pacific Islander voters are progressive. And those voters in Chinatown and San Francisco and Los Angeles, those Filipino voters who are cleaning bedpans and helping to care for our elders, they're not going to vote for this fool. And I don't care how many people like uh, Gloria Romero that Larry Elder uh, trots out to convince us that he supports the Latino community. Folks are not going to be fooled. Folks are not going to be fooled. They know that Gloria Romero is in favor of privatizing education, expanding charter schools, opposing unions and labor rights. That's where our folks are. We are workers. We are the heart of the union movement here in in California. So people are not going to be taken in. I don't worry about that so much. There is a concern that people might sit it out, but I I don't think that's going to happen. I think people are going to turn out pretty significantly.
0: Well, let's uh, hope that indeed is the case. And, you know, actually, you know, we're not allowed to endorse candidates uh, on uh, Pacifica. We are nonprofits, so I'm not endorsing a candidate. I'm bringing information about the recall uh, election and a bit about this. Lawrence Allen Elder, who is a Black conservative talk radio host, um, he is a conservative. He is right-wing and proud of it. He's a registered Republican. And in 2021, he stated that he had voted for the Republican candidate at every presidential election since uh, 1980, Um, an ardent supporter of uh, Donald Trump. So this is who we are uh, dealing with. I mean, Elder Bill, just before you get, we get your final thoughts. Um, he spoke about Donald Trump as being God sent, and that his presidency is a miracle. And now he's going around supporting the big lie, claiming that um, Biden, uh, President Biden, really did not win the last election, but just your final thoughts to people who may be listening right now and who may very well be thinking, well, this isn't really important, and well, Newsom will likely pull it out, so I don't have to organize the time uh, to go out and vote, so I'm going to sit it out. Your final thoughts, Bill Gagos.
2: Well, thank you, Margaret, and um, I I think that there's no unimportant election for us anymore. Uh, whether it's school board, whether it's city council, whether it's legislative, whether it's the recall, they're all important. They all have an impact on us. And they are an arena in which we can exert our power. So we exert our power in the streets. We exert our power through union organizing. We exert our power in many ways. But this is one important arena that has huge impacts on our community. So we can't sit it out. And we should be Aware of the tactics that the Republican right is using to reach out to communities of color, to promote people like Larry Elder as supposedly representing the voice of the black community, when that's absolutely untrue. None of the policies that he's aligned with are at all supported by anywhere near a majority in the black community. So I think we just need to see beyond that, but we need to really understand the cynicism of this tactic, just like they tried to use the tactic in the past of playing off black people against brown people, we have to be aware and get and really stand up against these kinds of policies and these kinds of tactics. And the recall election gives us an, an opportunity to really demonstrate our power and to really uh, see that as part of building our strength for the long-term progressive agenda that our communities overwhelmingly embrace.
0: Right. Bill Gallagos, we are going to have to leave it there, but thank you so very much for yet again joining us. We appreciate
2: you, Bill. Thank you, Margaret. And if you ever consider running, well, I'll be there.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) All righty, but thanks for that.